The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. All right, everybody. Welcome to a special Valentine's Day edition of the St. Happy Hour Podcast. Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day is for romance and lovers and all that kind of nonsense. Well, I, I can't imagine spending Valentine's Day on the phone with anyone else, Ralph, because <laughs> you answer my phone calls way more than my wife does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not even close. Like, your answer rate when I call is like, you know, a solid 60%. My wife is like 1%, maybe. So. I know who really loves me. See, here's the thing with, with a phone call from you that I'm not expecting. I feel like I have to answer it because in my mind, there's like someone's cut. 80% <laughs> chance there's news that's happening that, I, that I'm not aware of, even though most of the time it's just you wanting to rant about something you saw on Twitter that pissed you off. But especially like this time of year, I'm like, if I come out of a meeting and I see that like you call, I'm like, oh shit, did Breeze retire? Did the Saints fucking do some sort of trade? Did they extend Kamara? And I I missed it because I was doing, I was doing my normal two hours of work a day. Like, what's going on? So I always feel like my wife will call me and be like, oh, I'll I'll get to her later, whatever. As if, as if like your addiction to Twitter where you refresh your timeline every 30 seconds wasn't enough, you're still in a state of panic when I call. It's true. It's, it's, it's true. It's true. I, I, people ask me, they're like, you're never on Facebook. I'm like, because I'm addicted to Twitter and Twitter gets a hundred percent of my social media attention. <laughs> so today's theme for the podcast is Saints players that broke our hearts. Now, the, the I should start by saying this. We're not going to say like a player that like is, is really good or Drew Brees because he's fumbled in the playoff game for Minnesota. No, this is random Saints players that me and Andrew liked and believed were going to be good, and they were terrible, and they broke our hearts. So I'll start. Mine is Martez Wilson. Now, he had three career sacks, but he was offside approximately 892 times. 
But that dude in that preseason of 2011, he had the bend. He was a passer. He looked like the pass rushing linebacker. He designed him on Madden. Like I, I was like, this dude's gonna be good. Like he's gonna, he's gonna be, he's gonna be pass rusher. He's gonna be seven, eight. He tore it up got... in the playoff game against the Lions too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He had two sacks. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, this dude's on the come. Like he's a, he is a steal. And he proceeded to after 2011 just jump off sides at the most inopportune times, and it seemed like he was doing it three times a game, and he did it on special teams. Like, well, that that was just that was kind of his thing. That was his move. Like, if it was fourth and three, and, and it was the punt team, <laughs> yeah. he would jump off sides and give the team an automatic first down. Like that was that was kind of his thing. And if you're gonna have a thing in the NFL, I would put that maybe at the top of the list of worst. Like that's worse than like being a wife beater or or like or like or like having a pot addiction. You know where you just like keep feeling drug tests like. Like jumping off sides on fourth and three, that that's worse than any like off the field problem I could ever imagine in terms of what would run you out of the league faster. I mean, Sean Payton cut a kicker on the flight home from Europe because he missed the extra point. I can't imagine what they'd have done to Marcus Wilson if he had jumped off sides when they were flying back from London. Like they'd have probably pushed him out the plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so Martez Wilson was my my heartbreak, and the thing is, is you look like you people look back, and and people I love how on Twitter they always deny that they didn't like this player or whatever. I just embrace it. I'm like, I thought that guy was gonna be good. Like, what do you want me to what, what do you want me to say? Like that I'm perfect. That he just he looked like a linebacker, man. He looked good. He looked quick. He had that bend that I'm always like super fascinated. with. He looked with. like an LSU player. Yeah, he did. Like an LSU uh, pass rusher. Yeah. I was like, why? Why was he at Illinois? Like, what? What was that about? But he he ended up being terrible. He's out the league. Yeah. So, well, so there must was, be there must be a common thread here with the, the player profile here because my my pick, and if you've listened to this podcast enough, you probably already know what I'm going to say. Probably anticipating this, but I had an irrational love, and Ralph, you can confirm this. You remember this? I loved Haoli Kikaha. Yeah. Um, I don't really know why, you know. But I, I mean, it all just kind of set up perfectly, right? Like he had he had 17 sacks at Washington and like led college football, so he had all these sacks. He was like a sack master. And Saints got him in the second round, and then there were all these write ups about how he looked like shit at practice. And he 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 uh, had some comment in the media. They were like, yeah, like how do you feel like practices are going? And he's like. Yeah, I'm not. I'm never really good at practice. Like, I never have good practices. I I kind of turn it on when the games come. And so I'm like, oh my god, I love this guy. And there was the whole like wrestling thing where I was thinking that would translate well because as a pass rusher, you know, you get the bend. And it, it's kind of like you with Martez Wilson. Like, it, I think when you get these yeah. non first round picks and you're like, oh my god, the Saints found a gem and he's going to be a double digit sack guy and all this stuff. And then he started playing the games, Ralph. Then he started playing the games. And very quickly, it was clear that the Saints, like, there was no position for him. Like, he couldn't really play defensive end because he didn't have the body for it. And he couldn't play linebacker because he was way too slow. So it was like, he, he didn't really have a position, but he was getting sacks. And he had a nose for the football. He was forced into fumble recovery for a game. And it's I was like, oh, my God, this is the next Clay Matthews. Like, I was – I was convinced in my head, Ralph, like I had already pictured 
the 16 sack season he was going to have, the multiple Pro Bowls. Like, I already had him in the Saints Hall of Fame. I already had his whole career <laughs> yeah. mapped out. I was picturing it. And then, and then he sacked Tom Brady. And then he took out, lit up the great legend Tom Brady. And I saw him do that with my own two eyes. And I was ready to just – I was ready to buy the jersey. I was ready to dedicate <laughs> myself to make my basement a Kikaha shrine in honor of one of the greatest saints of all time. And then he tore his ACL, and he was never the same. And my irrational love of him was completely out of place, and he never mounted well, it. And, and now he's playing in the XFL – and he started for the Dallas Renegades and had two tackles in his first game. So that's where we're at. He, he, the thing with him was he, he got hurt his first season too. You know, and, and his, his thing was, the one thing about him, I think his flowing hair always made him look like he was giving maximum effort, even <laughs> though he might not have been. Like dudes with, with long hair, they just when they run to the ball, you see the hair flowing out of your helmet. You're like, that dude's playing hard. But it might, it might not, they might not be. It's just the hair coming out of the helmet. But the thing about him, seriously, was that my theory on him was that he had the bare minimum requirements athletically to play in the NFL. So, like, any injury that he got, whether it went like his first year he got nicked with the ankle or whatever, so, like, any injury where that knocked off, like, 5 or 10% of his effectiveness, it made him go from NFL quality to not NFL quality, where, like, other guys, you know, if Michael Thomas, if he twists his knee or twists an ankle, like, he can still go out, and, like, 85% of Michael Thomas is plenty good enough, right? Well, 85% of Kikaha is in the XFL. How so, like, dare you speak <laughs> ill of my NFL crush? How dare you? Uh yeah, no, you're totally right. Uh, I mean, it's just like he barely had the physical skills. And so, I mean, if it diminished even 1%, then, then it wasn't going to cut it. But, you know, again, uh, to me, he was like he was like Troy Palomalu meets Clay Matthews. Like, I, I really, like, that's what I was picturing him as. And, I mean, I think every Saints fan on some level has that guy. It was just yeah. weird for me that it happened later in life, you yeah. know, that usually like that happens when you're a kid and I don't know, like they just drafted the guy. I, I saw him play one preseason game. I had visions in my head of what, what it was going to be. And it was totally, totally irrational. It, it didn't pan out and I was made to look like an idiot, but you know, I mean, I think it's probably what a lot of Saints fans felt about Nick Toon. You know, I, I bet if you pulled, I, I bet if you pulled like half the fan base, they'd be like, "Yeah, Nick Toon. Yep, that was my guy." I, I, I almost, I almost went with Nick Toon as my my heartbreaker one. I should have, man. <laughs> Nick Toon, man, he hung. I mean, Nick Toon, like people were ready to give him eighty catches and a thousand yards. I mean, I remember when he had the game against Pittsburgh. What was it like, twenty? Fifteen, I think, where he caught his only touchdown, and like people were like, "That's the moment! It's Nick Toon time! He has arrived!" <laughs> it's like, no, man, he was he was terrible. But the thing was, like, he was good at Wisconsin. He he had like again, he's one of those guys. You're like, he's tall. He's got body control. He's seemingly smart, but like he just never could like cut it. And when he would, he always looked like a toddler 
trying to catch a beach ball to me. <laughs> you know, you know, you know who one guy that this is showing my age a little bit, um, but and I think a lot of guys, a lot of people that listen to this podcast won't. This, this won't resonate for them. But Troy Davis oh, was a guy that I watched play in college, and I mean, he was just an animal, animal running back. Uh, and the Saints drafted him. I want to say in the third, fourth round. Yeah, was that the Ditka era? We did. I did. We did a trunk history with one of our patrons, Jim, who uh, he picked a Saints player, a draft pick that was a bust that he was irrationally in love with, and I picked one, and I picked Troy Davis. I had a Troy Davis jersey T-shirt, man. I was wait. How long ago was this drunk history? I mean, it was last year. Okay, I I don't know that I ever listened to that. I need to listen. But uh, yeah, I mean, Troy Davis was a a. I think he was in the Heisman race, right? Wasn't he a candidate for the Heisman? Yeah, he was ran for two thousand yards back to back years, man. I mean, he he was like at a smaller school. I don't even remember what school it was. Like Iowa State. Yeah. So he he was like uh, he he was on he wasn't like in the limelight, but statistically he was like Ricky Williams in terms of what he did in college. And I was like, oh my god, this is the ne- next Marshall Falk, right? Like this is yeah. the next like small school running back that no one's ever heard of that's just gonna explode. And he was utter garbage. He place. was small, but he made up for it by being slow. Like yeah. <laughs> So terrible. <laughs> I just don't understand how he could be that good in college and be that bad. I mean, he got 2,000 yards, five yards at a time. I mean, yeah. Iowa State, I think one year he had like 400 carries. He might have been he might have been empty by the time this thing. He's got it, to be fair. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was, he was a guy. Like, the thing is, man, running backs and wide receivers, whenever you pick them late in the draft, all they need to do is have, like, one shining moment in a preseason game, and we will fucking hop on that bandwagon and do it. Who was the guy that? Yeah, all you need is you need to break like one fifty-yard play. That's really all it all it needs. To who who was the dude that didn't even do anything in preseason games this past summer? But was super. He was the Emmanuel oh, Butler. Emmanuel Aman- Butler. Yeah. Yeah. Like that dude. He didn't even do anything in a game. We just read about him in practice and saw and saw. Fifteen seconds. So one tweet. One tweet. One tweet was all it took. One tweet of a dude running a go route on somebody's iPhone, and we are like fifty catches. Done deal. Like we are so we are so irrational and stupid about about We really are. But it's true. But Troy Davis. I mean, I I was ready to. You know, I was like, oh, he's he's. I mean, you know, he's not going to get two thousand because, like, at Iowa State, like that's easier. So, like, you know. I'll be I'll be reasonable. Like he'll he probably will only get like fourteen hundred in the NFL. Like I'll I'll be totally like <laughs> that's probably going to cost him at least six hundred yards, maybe seven hundred. I think he had one game with Dick where he had like seventy yards on like twenty carries. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the the Troy Davis the Troy Davis special. He get he two uh, half a yard and fall down. But uh, and he fumbled twice. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. So, everybody, this is our Valentine's Day show. Uh, Andrew, we've had so much fun on this. I'm just going to make this free. But, people, if you don't subscribe and support the podcast, you should. It's $7 a month or $10, and you get all kinds of swag. And when free agency starts and the Saints are signing players, Andrew's going to break that shit down on film, and you're going to get a full-scale breakdown of what this Saints player can do, 
what he what he can't do, his strengths, his weaknesses. It's only ten dollars a month. Do it. Support the show and. By everybody had support in the show, we got so many cool things we're trying to do for later in the year for the 2020 season. So if you support us already, we thank you. If you don't, get on that. It's only $10 a month, and we will see you on Monday. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.